0: So there you go. You got it. You got the general
1: gist. See, now that I'm hearing it, I'm. It's clear why you, the two of you decided to start a music podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was thinking about this, and and given, um, given Dave's, uh, family way, I thought it was. I, I like, I have this scenario in in my mind where. You know, you you uh you have a kid, and and you and 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 your wife are sort of sitting down and looking over the expenses, and and you say to her, you know, you know it's really gonna get this family through tough times is uh is starting another podcast
2: with Graham. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it,
0: and it's worked out. Uh, it's worked out fine so far. <laughs> We've covered our costs so far. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're a real couple of uh, podcast dandies.
2: How long has this thing been in the works? Uh, we started it. What? When did we start recording? April?
0: Yeah, and we. Well, no,
2: I guess we we released the first one May, June, July. May, and so we had started maybe in January, February. We had done a demo, like a, a what do you call that? A uh, pilot.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. we did a pilot that we, then we released as a bonus episode for uh, uh, donors to stop podcasting yourself. Because every year uh, there's bonus content if you're a, a donor. So that was our bonus episode was us writing a song about a gay breakdancing werewolf. Yeah. And that would have been
2: back in November, maybe?
0: Yeah. And so, I, rem- I remember it being rainy. So it definitely was November. <laughs> it's hard to hold a candle. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. And so, but it's, we are, we've sort of, <laughs> we, like, as the guy who edits the show i love I like having a buffer before we release the episodes and we are really we've lost that buffer yeah we
0: lost the buffer because uh you know people go out of town and stuff and uh so and now now we're really on the uh the cutting edge yeah we have to write
2: a song in an hour and now we like have to stay up all night to
0: release a podcast <laughs> yeah that's true and we thought by
2: having like a, a I think we had had uh maybe the first three episodes in the can before we started releasing them and now it's just
0: fallen by the wayside (laughs) so we we
2: were prepared and then we we backed
0: off yeah we were boy scouts and now we're not boy scouts anymore (laughs) yeah we're the last boy scouts Mm.
1: could have very easily have just done the uh the podcast thing which is just like yeah we'll this will come out when it comes out.
0: And then just never put it out because that's you know, like the podcast. Yeah, thing.
1: Or or like or surprise everybody in, in three months when you have another episode.
0: Yeah, I guess, but then uh don't people get uh don't they just like not oh, absolutely. pay attention? <laughs> yeah, they just go away from it. I think that's the
2: old podcast way. Now podcasts are professional. Oh boy, I know. <laughs>
0: we weren't ready for that change.
2: And uh, yeah, so now you have to be uh, you know a shrewd <laughs> editor and businessman.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and you have to have a gimmick now too. There was there was. And, I mean, this show, uh, our debut album, it's got a gimmick, which is... Finally. yeah Some people would call it a concept. Oh, yeah. A Uh, format. I I say gimmick in the most uh, endearing way. I'm talking wrestling terms. Your character, your gimmick. Sure.
2: Uh, The show is we are uh, Ugandan warriors, (laughs) like Kamala.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best gimmick in wrestling.
2: We're good interviews. Mm -hmm.
1: Were you guys just talking about doing another podcast for a while, or did this actually come out... Because of the, the the concept, I mean, did you guys actually just want to want want to to record an album together and and a podcast sort of grew
2: out of that? No, no, no. It no. was all we wanted to make a podcast because we we started stop podcasting yourself in two thousand and eight, and it didn't have a concept yeah. or a format or anything you could hang your hat on, <laughs> and we we noticed other. This, and the two thousand and eight you didn't need to, yeah, mm-hmm. and now everything has to be something, and so we we were <laughs> yeah. like well we we always make up dumb songs on the show, yeah, already, so why don't we see if we could make that an entire show, but yeah.
0: try not let's
2: see if we can by making up dumb songs, let's see if we can actually make a good song,
0: and that was the other thing is we talked about. I, I can't remember. It was on one of the podcasts uh, about how writing a serious song and then singing it in front of people seems like the craziest thing in the universe. <laughs> where you're singing about like falling in love or yep. the power of capitalism
2: was the power. It was Huey Lewis's <laughs> the, "The Power, power of, of Love", love that yeah.
0: we, we.
2: It was. Like, how wasn't
1: Huey Lewis's "The Power of Capitalism"?
2: <laughs> it's a curious thing. Uh, it it was like. The idea that you yeah. could write the power of love is a curious thing. Make a one man weep, make another
0: man sing, and be a grown man who believes this thing. Yeah, and it's it was like uh, separate from like karaoke, where you're singing somebody else's songs, and you're like, I don't know what you that have to means. be the guy who wrote this, and you're like, this is what I think. Yeah, These they- are my
2: emotions <laughs> that I put on paper. Yeah, it's. it's th- it's baffling. I don't, mm-hmm.
1: I don't remember the, the song su- super well outside the context of, of Back to the Future, but I feel like, you didn't you just just stop reciting it before a line about a, a
2: white dove? Yeah. Change your heart to a little white dove. Okay. More than a feeling, that's the power of love. This is, a, he's an expert. He's, he's,
0: like, yeah, he he's professing he
2: was, himself to be an expert on love and the yeah. power contained in that emotion. How do you, you're just a guy. You're just a, some white guy Singing a song, how do you have the gall,
0: (laughs) sir? Yeah, because uh, sometimes you, like, hear a singer, like, like, I like this guy Charles Bradley, Mm -hmm. and he sings about having, like, hard times, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's because this guy had hard times. (laughs) So that's why this guy can sing about that. But then when you think about, like, I don't know, like, Bob Dylan wrote all these crazy songs about being, like, a traveling hobo. Sure. And he he was... I don't think he ever was a traveling hobo. Or, like, a Tom Waits. Yeah, like, it's like, where did these guys sit down and, like, I'm gonna write this song about fighting the man? And it's like, aren't you a millionaire? (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like, aren't you a million billionaire? Aren't you the man? Yeah, Metallica, aren't you the man for decades?
1: That brings up a really good point about the show, which is that the... The songs can't be purposefully funny, right? That's right. Yeah.
0: Cuz that was we also felt like that's a thing that comedians do who do want to be singers. That's yeah. the compromise is that they write a silly song and then they sing it they sing it like a real serious song, but then it's like it's a silly song about boobs or f- you know, farts or whatever.
1: It kind of gets you off the hook, right? Exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, you can you can just if you write a dumb silly song and people laugh. Well, it was just a dumb, silly song. But if you try to write a serious song and people laugh at
0: you, oh boy. Well, You'll be heartbroken, <laughs> wouldn't you be? Yeah. Oh, I can't even. Because even when I go to uh, like a karaoke night and people are singing, they're singing really like hard and like they lo- they believe the song that they're singing. That's really hard to watch. Like. <laughs> 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 even when they're like, "I totally believe in this thing, I'm like, Ooh, this is very, very difficult for me and the and the rest of the people in the in the restaurant bar
2: and grill so yeah we we thought we would try to make a a show where the show itself is funny mm-hmm. yeah. and we can we can be funny trying to write a song, but the goal what I think makes it even funnier is that we are trying to write a serious song,
0: yeah, <laughs> and, yeah.
2: and doesn't that expose a lot of our own frailty and and yeah and, and what big losers we are
1: dave i know from the show that you were in a number of bands over the years but what uh aside from you know making up silly songs for the podcast where were you guys at musically when you started the show
2: um i i mean i play guitar and uh but i played an instrumental band like i never wrote words it was so oh terrifying to yeah. go to I I know, I can't hammer that home hard enough, um, but uh, yeah, just l- like you know, I played. See, w- I was gonna say semi-professionally. I really just played a- <laughs> amateur, yeah. amateurly, and made it. You know, a, a couple hundred dollars in my ten-year <laughs> music career. So that's semi-professionally. Yeah.
1: So uh, how how does this compare to? Like either an open mic or even just getting up in front of people and and playing in a band. I mean, how how does recording something on a podcast and and sending something very, you know, something I might add very earnest, at least musically onto a podcast and, and sending it out into the world?
0: Well, it's not I we we haven't played any of these things live. Yeah. I don't know that we've ever would. But,
2: but we do get a little like if us if we can tell one of the songs isn't as good as the other ones, it's yeah. it's there's some tension there. <laughs> yeah, cuz I think we knowing you have to release it and that you just yeah. had the hour, it like sometimes I and Graham has never taken me up on it, but sometimes I will say while we're recording an episode I'll say off the record, do you want to scrap this and start again? And he'll say, "Nope, we we this is what we committed to."
0: Yeah, and it's I can see why uh, like somebody will say, "I'm gonna come out with the this album." Like isn't it like Frank Ocean's coming out with an album that he said he was gonna put out like three years ago? <laughs> I can see why albums just don't come out because you write a song and you're like, "That's no good,"
1: <laughs> but that took a week. Do you feel like you have a newfound understanding for Chinese democracy?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I I knew Axel was really chasing after something there.
2: But the important thing is he nailed it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we all, those are anthemic songs that we all sing every year at Christmas now. Yeah. Uh, Uh, A Chinese Christmas.
1: There are four songs slash episodes out in the world right now. Is that right? Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, Can you name them and then rate them for me?
2: Okay. Our first song we did, "King of the Deep," ten out of ten. Ten out of
0: ten. So super great. Second song, well, Glam, "Glam Boys," 10, 10, out ten out of ten. 10. Uh, third song was "Magnetic Pulse, Magnetic
2: pulse, ten out of ten. See. <laughs> <laughs> and fourth song is uh, Sharon Shockwave, Shopgrave eleven.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, let me let me rephrase that. Can, can can you rank them?
2: Oh, okay. The the best one we've done so far is <laughs> is pro- probably Sharon, Sharon Shockwave. Shockwave, track yeah. four.
0: And then I like then honestly the first one that we put out I King like of the King of Deep, the Deep then Magnetic and then, Magnet World, Pulse, and and then, then, then Glam a distant Boys. fourth yeah okay. boy Okay so one of them was Although I still I do like Glam Boys I just don't like it as much as the other stuff
2: There's something about it but <laughs> my dad listened to it and he, he listened to all the songs and he was like the only one I really didn't like was Glam Boys I don't think he realizes that he didn't listen to the podcast he only listened to the songs which See, I I but... worries me but that's
1: <laughs> But that's kind of the thing about making a uh, a singular piece of art is you can't tell people, like, oh, but you got to read the liner notes.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. Like, some people are just going to listen to the songs yeah. and be like, Meh, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and you can't
2: convince you, – well, you can't convince your family to do anything ever.
0: <laughs> They'll pick the thing that they can
2: just make fun of you for. <laughs>
1: But I mean, that's part of the goal, right? Is to just make because cause you're selling these indi- individually. I mean, this will exist online as an album, so at least theoretically, you're trying to make music that stands up.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, definitely, we 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 set out to make the best legitimate song possible, and it's embarrassing when you don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. and uh, and you know that's. But it's also when you when you listen to an album and you're like, I like four songs on this album. There's a reason why. There's a reason why you don't love every song. I know, and it's the like. I think we already have three great
2: ones (laughs) out of four, so we we just need to get one more good one in the
1: next eight. Sure, it's like how when you're listening to Chinese Democracy and you're like, I love every one of these songs.
0: Yeah, 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 but that's one—that's the exception that proves the rule. Right, yeah, and I
2: listen to it actually on Shuffle, so I don't know what order they're in.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> they were sequenced that way for a reason, Dave.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, well, no, you know what, Axel? Uh, you, you know what, Buckethead? It's up to me <laughs> to choose what uh, how I enjoy my Chinese democracy.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really curious. It's a little inside baseball, but I'm kind of curious because uh, – one of the, one of the things that interested me early on was the kind of the, the monetization you guys have going versus running just, you know, like Casper ads on the podcast, you're making money through actually selling these things. And I'm wondering if that's
0: kind of starting to happen. It's doing like we've covered our, uh, our costs across the board. Yeah. The f- I think the
2: fact that we started off with another podcast that already has an audience, um, Uh, And our audience has proven to be generous in the past. Uh, It really helps us. And they... uh, I mean, only, I'd say, about a third of our Stop Podcasting Yourself audience has even listened to the new podcast. So, uh, what are you guys waiting for? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, people have been generous. And we try to... We're really excited just at a new kind of monetization model for podcasting. like a show that documents the making of a thing and at and the end you can, can buy the thing, thing. Yeah. but honestly the casper mattress it comes in a
0: yeah. a, <laughs> in, box, in a box the size it's of a mini delivered fridge delivered to your house you
2: open it up you and, have uh, yeah.
0: 100 days to sleep on and, this and thing and then if you don't like it you can just send it back when you sign the
1: contract with 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 midroll is there a stipulation that you will also plug it on at least another
2: podcast well the thing about squarespace is <laughs> that it's drag and drop yeah it's the only way to make money in a podcast
1: i mean dave you were you were at least briefly you were kind of um on on the on the other side i, I don't know if you talk about this at all but you know you're you were working on the uh this the, the slack podcast for a little little while so you've got some um some insight into uh, yes. you know the the kind of the professional side of things and, and is there I mean as far as you can actually project this kind of thing is uh, will are people going to keep and and start really making money on podcasts I mean is there any is there any hope as far as actually you know building a a career doing this outside of say NPR um
2: not singularly I mean mm. there's certain people who I think have a uh, one show that they make and they do well and they can live off of that but uh, personally, we we uh, get donations from stop podcasting yourself. We are starting to make a little bit from our debut album, and then in the I do other kind of uh, uh, corporate podcast stuff uh, that makes a little bit of money. Um, but y- you know, there are I don't know how long lasting you can have uh, uh, just one. Sort of client, like in the branded podcast sphere, Slack, for instance. Yeah, as we mentioned. Yeah, uh, I don't know if a company can just survive off of doing having one podcast, or I don't know what what uh, <laughs> how, how deep I can go into this without um, to, to, talking too much about my former employers, but I don't know if you can keep making a podcast with a limited audience just kind of to uh as an infomercial for a company Uh,
1: i wonder how much of this is uh specific to podcasts and and how much of this is just kind of the economics of being a a creative person on the internet right i mean it's it's very Mm -hmm. i uh very few people are able to just make a living doing one thing what uh you know Graham where 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 are you at right now i you know i know you're 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 doing the stand up stuff and you do the uh fringe festival shows like that but um how's uh, how's the comedian
0: life treating you uh, it's uh, hard <laughs> <laughs> uh no like yeah i do the i do the stand up i'm also a, uh an associate producer on a radio show here in canada called the debaters so, I do that and then the podcast stuff. And then, and, you know, there's always weird things that crop up. And you go, yeah, I'll do that. That's, uh, you know, you get a corporate thing or whatever. Um, but that, that to me is everybody I know in yeah. all of Canada, like that's in the arts. Everybody's got. You know, like kids now, they say side hustle. You got a side hustle. Mm-hmm. That's all Canada all the time. Every sing- Even people who are at the top of the heap that you're like, okay, well, that person's making a full-time living off of their TV show. They still do corporates. They still do tours. They still do, uh, you know, all these other things to keep the the money coming in. So in Canada, there is no there's not a single person that I know that's like, you know, they're on TV and they get to kick back on the weekends. Everybody's still doing, even the the biggest TV star in Canada's kind of television history, Brent Butt, who's been on the podcast many times, still does stand-up tours. He's still doing stand-up. He's still going out there and on the road. And so there's nobody that uh, there is no jay leno in canada there's no you know just somebody who's like i bank all my tv money <laughs> yeah you you don't see those kind of
2: jalopies r- riding around up here
1: <laughs> wait is is, is butt canada's biggest television star
2: um i'd say you know yeah, since sure. the since television became you know good <laughs> yeah
0: yeah like of the hd era for sure yeah like there's another there's another guy who's very popular right now and has been for the last kind of eight or nine years named Jerry D and he's got like a very popular television show on on CBC but he still tours so the idea of somebody making a living off of one artistic venture in Canada no matter who you are it seems like that's never going to happen regardless of who you are if you're the most popular writer in Canada you you have to do other things uh-huh. if you're the most popular painter in Canada you've got other side gigs yeah you got to paint houses yeah <laughs> yeah that's why all of our houses are so well painted
1: it's really i mean it's really funny to to hear you say that cuz i think down here we just assume that the government basically pays you to podcast oh yeah <laughs> don't they just
2: throw money at the arts up there uh, no. uh, you need to get a really good grant writer yeah, yeah but and... also there's i mean even in the private sector like the the money will go to or the public money will go to corporations and things like there are tv grants that the biggest tv companies get
0: yeah and there's also uh i think the grants uh very rarely are focused on anything that's uh comedy centric mm-hmm. it's uh and it's just the way of the world i i there are there as far as i know there's no like I want to put together a comedy show or a thing. It has to have some kind of other cultural resonance. Mm. So it's very difficult if you're, I think, if you were somebody in the dramatic, if you were doing theater, you could get grants, but But not cast, I don't think so. It's
2: almost impossible for an individual to. Like you have, like, if you are a a comedy festival or Or a cooperative. Yeah, Yeah, or some kind of pre existing gallery or something. It's just, if you're a guy with a vision to make a thing, Uh, you you there's no one nobody gonna fund you
1: yeah so so Dave uh, 18 years from now your your daughter walks up to you and says
2: I want to be professional podcaster what what's the response (laughs) Um, I don't think I I I I don't know Um, I I I, hopefully in 18 years (laughs) I'll be able to make a living at it myself (laughs) um so i would say you go girl here here have this dusty old microphone um you know i would be yeah i i if if you're imagining a world in 18 years where that can be a, a legitimate job then uh, i would be thrilled
1: Dave Shumka and Graham Clark. You can check out Stop Podcasting Yourself at MaximumFung.org slash Stop Podcasting Yourself. Or, more importantly, check out uh, their debut album at OurDebutAlbum.com. You can uh, listen to the show. I think there are, what, four or five episodes in as of the recording of this. You can also download all the individual episodes. Highly recommended. Highly recommend everything those guys do. Uh, recommend following them on Twitter as well. Uh, Thanks to them for taking the time to do this. Uh, This is usually the part in the show where I I thank uh, Brian for editing this thing together. But uh, instead, I will say don't blame Brian for any of the terrible editing because I did all of the bad editing on this episode of the show. Uh, If you do enjoy the program, please consider rating us on iTunes. Um, Oddly enough, uh, I don't think we're actually making any money off of the um, the impromptu Casper Mattress ad in the middle of the show. Uh, so uh if you do like the program, uh, consider supporting us on, on Patreon. Even a, a dollar per episode would help us out quite a bit. It did cost money to host the podcast. It uh it costs money to pay Brian for the episodes that he edits. Uh so uh please consider doing that. Uh rate us on iTunes if you like the program. You can uh, follow us on Tumblr. That is the first and best place to get all of your RIYL related information. That's RIYLcast.tumblr.com. If you've got any feedback, it's RIYLcast at gmail.com. That's uh, uh, about all I got for this uh, special episode of the program. So uh, stick around because we'll be back in, um, in less than a week with another episode of RIYL.